obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredient. We will serve a goo that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is the spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every This episode is for Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras, everyone. <laughs> Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Yeah, shout out to the one line in this movie that mentioned Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras was yesterday at the time of the recording. <laughs> Happy Mardi Gras. Have I been saying Mardi Gras or Mardi Gras? You were saying gras. gras. Yeah, happy Mardi Gras, guys. Gracias, Mardi Gracias. Thank you, Marty. I love Marty. For gracing us with your gras. With your grass, man. Aha! <laughs> okay. James is back. Aha! Hi, everyone. Say hi, James. Aha! Hi, James. Say it a few more times. Hi, it's me in the thing. Wow, that's so good. Thank you so much, James. James H. James. Jamish. Is your last name James, too? Yes. Okay, cool. James H. James, thank you so much for covering and and talking about Death Spa from 1989 with me. Death Spa. This has been an experience, uh, one that I will not forget anytime soon. I don't know if I will forget it ever. No. I mean, how many movies were in this movie? We watched something recently that was a <laughs> lot of movies in a movie, but this was every movie in this movie. This is uh, definitely sort of a greatest hits um, tour of every 80s movie. It was like Killer Workout meets Psycho meets The Exorcist meets every ghost movie meets uh <laughs> what else was in this? Oh, oh, um Maximum Overdrive, Chopping Mall. Yes, yes, all of these are are tracking very well. It was such a great I can't believe that neither of us had ever watched this before. It's really shocking. I came very close to watching it once, and I didn't. And now I'm upset that that was like two years ago. It I went on- two years without watching it after I knew that it existed. It was only like maybe six months-ish for me because I watched Killer Workout, and then I heard about this because people were like, yeah, this is basically like Killer Workout's brother, but on crack. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. So I got to check this out. And then I've had it for a while, but I just haven't watched it. Yeah. It was a joy. It's really shocking because I feel like it's it's so on brand for you and just didn't touch it. It's 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 a surprise. It what's also surprised to me is that the director Michael Fisher did a movie called uh, Rice Girl. Yikes. Rice Girl did not look um uh, uh politically correct. Yeah, but the worst part is that it looks like it came out in 2014. The worst part is that it did come out in 2014. Yeah. I mean, when you say something like that, I'm expecting some kind of, you know, 70s exploitation type movie. And then it's like, oh, this is like less than 10 years ago. 
it's very new, very fresh. Um, Rice Girl has a story to tell, and I don't know if I'm going to watch that story. I might watch that story. It seems kind of interesting. I feel like someone should. Someone should, right? At least, like, let us know. Yep, let us know. That's fair. Uh, it was written by a couple people that are not relevant. James Bartruff and Mitch Paradise, which I'm going to go with pseudonames, right? No, Mitch Paradise is definitely his Christian given name. Oh, I thought that was his porn name. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was his his mother wrote that. You don't think it's like a Mitch Paradise bounch bow bow? No, 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 no. Mitch Mitch Paradise. Oh. He should be taken very seriously. <laughs> Incredibly seriously? How seriously? Like who should we rank him up there with? Well, I mean he's he's like doctor lawyer status. Like like you Mitch Paradise takes care of the problem. What is my problem, is what I'm wondering. It could be a lot of things, but Mitch Paradise will take care of it. I'll tell you that. I like this guy. He's really on the money. <laughs> He's on his grind. But, like, okay. Actually, his, his his cousin is is Rich Money. Oh. Wow. Mitch Paradise, Rich Money, they're cousins, yeah. It's... Wh- on which side of the family? <laughs> I believe it's his mother's son. Okay, okay, okay. So you know that a movie's going to be great when it starts out with a neon sign that says, Starbody Health Spa, all whilst thunder, lightning, and fireworks are rolling in. I am not even joking. The set they used for the outside of Starbody Health Spa and the way that it's shot it in the very beginning might as well be the first opening shot of a Goosebumps episode or an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Or like, just Chopping Mall. Or Chopping Mall. You're right. Mm. There's something it, about the way the camera kind of like lowers and goes inside the building, though, that very specifically makes me think of like children's horror. Dude, they used a cherry picker to do that shot. <laughs> <laughs> Which really, it makes me sad not knowing what the budget for this was. Because honestly, that gym was beautiful. Did someone own that or did they rent that? Because that entire facility was awesome. Well, I mean, we already we already determined that that had to be a soundstage. It was a sound, but also someone said that like parts of it were a dance studio. And I could tell which ones oh, were a dance okay, studio. Yeah, and it was definitely, for sure. the, well, the very beginning was like right. what, Shakira Suspiria. So like that was definitely <laughs> in a dance hall. Shakira Suspiria. Dude, that was amazing. Like, you just see this girl, like, balleting in this red-ass room. So you're like, okay. Like, it, at first we thought it was an Italian film for a second. Yeah. It the it has sort of the, the trappings of a giallo and some of the colors even of a giallo. Dude, but it had Shakira from the Super Bowl, like, two years ago. <laughs> yeah. The, the strangest part about that specific scene is the audio that we are getting in, in that part is not matching what she's doing at all this is not the soundtrack that she's dancing to to me that wasn't the strangest part of this scene the strangest part of this scene was that dude walking in the room like thick as all hell that dude's ass was hitting yeah dude because it was ken forey dude his ass was bigger than my face (laughs) it was insane yes is he always that thick yes why? What? He is, he is a mountain of a man. But why is his ass, like, thicker than Nicki Minaj's? Because it's the 80s, and he can. He's not letting that hairline hold him back. But, like, did he get implants, or is he just that packing? <laughs> nah, man, I think he's just that packing. 
Dude, that guy was going off, and he didn't even know he was going off. He was the star <laughs> of the film, and I don't think he oh, was I it. Think he, was he in I it for that much knows. longer? Yeah, he shows up a couple different times. Okay, I don't remember what character he was. The only um, like mental that's, image uh, I have from that's, him that's is from the back. That's Michael's like best friend, the one that they that swims with them, and then they get in fights. No, dude, that's Marvin. Yeah. Wait, that was him. Yeah, he's the you... one who stops her whenever she's dancing. Oh, I thought that was a white guy. Nah, nah, that's that Marvin. Was him. Well, we didn't see him the first time. I thought that was just like a big thick. Ge- that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, because she she actually says she's like, "Oh, Marvin, you scared me," and then he like says something oh. and then just like fucks off. And I was thinking like, was that Ken Forey? And is that really the only little tiny glimpse of him that I'm gonna see in this movie? Because he's kind of a big deal to me. And if he played that small of a part, I was gonna be pissed. He played a huge part. He was the best friend that was down to do anything. They would, like, pass a football around in the office very aggressively from one foot away. They would, like, go swimming together. They'd give each other really intense high fives. Like, they like dunked weird, each other under the water. Like, wrestling while swimming. Dude, it was great. Like, it was it was the bond that I've always hoped to have with anyone. <laughs> it was so wholesome. It is. It is really, really wholesome. They're they're great friends, <laughs> they Michael were, and Marvin. Dude, they were the they weren't great friends. They were the best of friends. This movie, this movie, like, there's a lot of relationships. There's a lot of like crossing paths. But like, I would say that the bromance of Michael and Marvin is the best relationship in the film. Do you remember when SpongeBob said F is for friends that do stuff together? <laughs> F is for you and me. Like, oh my god, that yes. line never hit so hard until I watched Death Spa. Yes, agreed. Like, I, I realized today that SpongeBob was spitting mad facts. Like, just all the realness was bursting out of him. That's true friendship, my guy. <laughs> oh my god. So Maybe we'll he, find it one day. Dude, I <laughs> I hope so, James. <laughs> Until then, I have getting drunk and watching weird vampire movies with you. Just come over to my place in the summertime, and we'll we'll wrestle in the pool together. It'll be what? great. What? We'll go swimming in your below three degree weather with your. I said summertime. I said so, summertime. So we're we're gonna swim in your snow. I said summertime. The fuck are we gonna do? But there's a lot of snow out there right now. <laughs> What football am I gonna pass to you when I'm wearing seven jackets? I I would I actually think the mental image of us throwing a football is kind of hilarious, dude. Could you imagine me and you just sitting down there in your room filled with like 500 VHS tapes, just throwing a football at each other, real as hard as we can, just as aggressive hard as, as, we as can, fuck, but we're but smiling like not being the whole time. Mean, we're smiling, aggressively happy. <laughs> we are aggressively happy and enjoying each other. <laughs> Dude, what would we actually be passing? Maybe a frisbee is more of like our style. Like that would like be like the image that makes sense. A hacky sack, but we're not like kicking it. We're just like tossing it. We're just throwing it, and we're still like not catching them. We're still missing because we have no hand-eye coordination. Maybe balloons. Maybe like alone we have hand-eye coordination, but together it just. I ceases can't imagine to exist. it being good. Yeah, I can't imagine that working out well. We would just be knocking down everything in your basement. Everything. Everything would be destroyed. <laughs> oh, you know what we could pass around? What? White claws. Yes. We could just toss them around and then we'll just open them and let it spray all over ourselves at the end. <laughs> In a glorious <laughs> embrace. Yes. 
That's okay. going to be quite sticky. So we should probably talk about this movie a little bit, because honestly, okay. there are a lot of points to hit. Yeah. Like, a lot. I feel like this this could be a short episode, but it could it could venture off very easily because a lot happens. It's a it's it's quite a complicated film. It is not easy necessarily. It's easy to enjoy. It's not super easy to comprehend. Here's a question. How do you uh-huh. describe this movie in three words? Because I don't know that that could be done. I can, but it won't have anything to do with the plot. It would just be like 80s fun fun. That doesn't describe it whatsoever. No, but it describes the movie. I don't even it's think it's 80s it does. fun fun. I feel like you could go like stereotypical and you can go like, okay, 80s death spa. You could just fucking put the title in. But like, this movie is so much more. Like, while we were watching it, I was like, okay, for a movie with the title like death spa, you know, like you could either get something like really amazing or something just terrible that's not hitting anything. But this yeah. hits everything and so much more. And I feel like. I can't put this movie into any one category. It is a ghost right. movie. It is a slasher. It is a fucking psychological yes. thriller. Like it is. It is it sci-fi. Is, it is like yeah, you know. Is. It, it's oh. like robots gonna muck, it, gonna muck. It is sci-fi. Computers purely, destroying no, us. J- James, shut the fuck up. It is sci-fi. Okay. Purely for the reason that there are computers affixed into every wall and every pin board readily available. Always a computer. In the wall. the Okay, the wall was one thing. That's fine. I could let that pass. But the first time I see it, there is a, a fucking computer in a pin board. Like, one that It is, you like, just... straight up cork. Like... Yes! <laughs> what is up with that? Like, with Who? the little fabric covering it that you see in, like, a an office. Like, a, a dentist's office. <laughs> Whose idea was this? I don't know why in 1989 they thought, hey, we can make things look really sleek and, like cutting edge if we just shove the whole CRT monitor inside of a box. It was easily the worst looking thing I've ever seen in my life. I loved it. I was there for it, but... It looks like the terminals in, like, the original series Star Trek, but that came out in the 60s. It's like, why are we still doing that to make things look, like, fancy? Well, speaking of Star Trek, maybe they took it because uh, Merritt Butrick, or Buttrick, um, he, <laughs> it's probably not pronounced Buttrick, is it? Buttrick, I'm sure that's it. it. I guess if there's one T, it's Butrick. So, Merritt Butrick, he was actually in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan from 1982. He's in The Wrath of Khan? Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Oh, that one's bad. Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, he's in some some next gen stuff, huh? He is, but um, he actually passed in 1989, and this was his last film ever. Man. Really, um, really bold role at the end of your life, For sure. right? Well, because this guy, okay, absolutely, he, di- he died of AIDS, so it definitely wasn't something super expected. Like he, yeah, he knew in, in the in the eight like late 80s, early 80s, whatnot. You know, he was going through it. He knew yeah. his. I'm sure he knew his time was his his days were numbered that's the yeah. term i'm going for but yeah i mean it's it's sad and it's really it's 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 shitty it's shitty that that happened as often as it did in that era uh but you know here's to better sex education and preventation of things like that yeah not even just that i mean aids isn't really a thing anymore i mean you get like three aids a year now 
<laughs> what are you laughing? You can't laugh at that. You can't laugh at that. <laughs> I can laugh at that. <laughs> That's what, How many AIDS did you get last year? It's, uh, wait, I didn't say. I don't know. It, let me check my tax look, forms. Not any specific person. It's a guesstimation. <laughs> it's just a. It's a scientific guess. All right. It's so scientific. Some might call it a hypothesis. It's proven or even a theorem on factors of. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Joe Rogan did it on Fear Factor. That makes sense. That I, makes sense. I don't you know, You got all man. of this I'm, information from Joe Rogan. Now look, I'm, I'm I'm caught up to speed. We're good. Like, so guys, if, have you ever tried DMT? Because <laughs> I did DMT once, and then my chicken has farm fresh eggs. TMT? Yeah, same thing. TNT. <laughs> I did TNT once, and you know what happened? I blew up like every fucking person in Death Spa. <laughs> <laughs> there are some amazing human explosions in Death Spa. Not even just there are some amazing human explosions in Death Spa. There's a lot of them. Yes, a and they're good. <laughs> I'm damn, not going to stop saying plethora. Again. I can't play this game again. Look, guys, it's not plethora. It's plethora, <laughs> you fucks. You know, someone else tried to correct me the other day. They were like, it's plethora. And I said, no. Plethora literally sounds like a body part. It is. It's like a... It's like, like a, oh, fuck, I had to get my plethora removed. Well, dude, the other day I took some sugar pills and I got a plethora effect from it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I felt good, but I actually... Well, no, I did feel good. It was the plethora effect. It was the plethora effect. That's going to be your, your movie. The oh, I've seen effect. that movie, The Plethora Effect. It's about like all those roads leading to different outcomes. Yeah, fucking uh, Ashton Kutcher, and he kills himself, with, uh, strangles himself in the womb or whatever. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Mr. Mister Buttrick, he played this, um, this person at first. Uh, they tried playing him off. They were like, get this fucking cross-dresser. He's on the road, and he's killing people. And then we're like, okay, so it's Psycho. And then we're like, right. okay, so that's cool. And then we're like, wait, no. There's a ghost around. Then James was like, no, 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 there isn't a ghost. And I was like, no, James. There's a ghost, and she's out. Catherine is out here possessing people. That's kind of what you were saying of how, like, this, it, it is constantly jumping and ha trying to, like, I, I don't know if it's trying to trick you or it just, like, never lets you know exactly which 80s, like, trope that it, it actually is. I got it. What? The red herrings are on fleek. Yes. Because it's like, is this chopping mall and this super sophisticated spa that's run by a computer is just like gaining self-sentience and killing people? Or is it just is Stephen it, King doing coke? Yes, yes. Is it? <laughs> is it Maximum Overdrive? Is it Chopping Mall? Is it Good like a slasher movie and the guy, the, the Buttrick is like actually doing all of these things to people on purpose, like maybe he's utilizing the spa as a weapon, but like he's the one behind it all. Or is it fucking ghost? Like it's 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 so many options here and all of them are possible. The answer is ghosts. The answer is is a ghost. Yes, it is a ghost. Which is baffling. You do not expect a ghost in something called Death Spa. That was the last no. thing I expected. A ghost with like possession capability 
like what I expected was what happened like in the beginning of the movie. Like there's this girl that goes into a steam room and she starts like rubbing herself in the most flattering man- manner possible. Like she looks amazing. The camera <laughs> is doing justice, but she are she didn't even need the justice, but she got it. She's going off and then she almost gets turned into steam broccoli, but she actually does a badass move and punches the window open like a real bad bitch yeah. and just escapes. But then we see some random bitch on fire in a wheelchair and we're like, "Wait, who's on fire?" Yeah. And that's the ghost. Yeah, that's the, the ghost fucking, is on fire. That's the ghost. We don't learn that for a while, though. They just keep showing <laughs> this girl, like, burning more and more. Like, it, the first time we saw her, it looked brutal. And then every time we saw her, it was just more and more fucked up. We were like, oh, Gets that girl really worse. got it. And, I mean, I feel like that's probably a pretty heavy line to cross at the time of not only, like, setting this woman on fire, but also she's in a wheelchair <laughs> and then it goes farther and we found out that she killed herself she set herself on fire she dumps gasoline all over herself while she's in a wheelchair <laughs> like it's f- pretty fucking brutal like if i'm being honest well and it gets more insane because after sh- we find out she kills herself she comes back as a ghost and she's like just harassing this guy she's like fucking kill yourself kill yourself yeah yeah, she literally, at one, like, she says, like, oh, I would just want you to be here with me or whatever. And, like, I was, like, led to believe that it's, like, oh, don't, like, have another relationship. Like, be with this ghost. And then she's, like, it's really not that hard to kill yourself. And I'm, like, what the fuck are you asking here, lady? Like, yeah, dude. I, Jesus Christ. I wrote that part down because it blew me away. Like, Michael's, like, and Michael's, like, the main dude. He's talking to the ghost chick. Like, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves right now, but it's fine. He's yeah, like, yeah. Ta- Michael owns the 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 spot. I feel like we need to at least yeah, we'll get we'll, like we'll, specify we'll, that. We'll wrap back around to it. But for now, <laughs> Michael owns the spa, and he's the one with the dead wife. And at one point, she's like, "Haven't you seen my messages?" Because she keeps sending him shit that's like, "I miss you, Michael." And then like at one point, she's just like, "I miss you, Michael. I miss you, Michael. I miss you, Michael." So I'm like, "All right, bitch, we get the fucking picture." It's like when you're getting in an argument with your like girlfriend over text message, and they send you like some long ass thing. It's just her going, "I miss you. I miss you. I miss you." And this then- is this is a, a classic tale of. Never mind, never mind. I'm not going to go ahead. Okay, so, and then he goes, haven't you seen my messages? And she's like, I'm lonely. I want you with me. Killing yourself isn't so hard. And I'm like, whoa, hold on. Yikes. I feel like you you jumped ahead like eight steps there, Catherine. You ever heard of jumping the gun? Because you just did that. (laughs) It was fucking, I think the definition, jumping the gun, like that, that term, it came from that line right then and there. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It was so fucking insane, dude. It's, yeah, I mean, she was frightening. Dude, you know what was frightening to me? I think the driving plot of this movie, like, the driving factor of all this, the fear factor, um, to me, is the two (laughs) creeps sitting inside of the mainframe of the facility just controlling the speed of the running machines. Like, not even the fact that they control everything, but the running machines in general. I know, man. That's Ma- super weird. Maybe I'm under like the impression that I should control that myself and no one else, but I thought that was a problem. I feel like that should be a safety precaution, right? Like, <laughs> Dude, like they're just sitting in in the control room laughing. They're like, <laughs> "Speed this up a little more, punk." Yeah. <laughs> but that was like this weird thing too, because 
uh, that guy later makes a comment about like stupid jocks or something. So he's like the nerdy guy who like built the computer system, and then he like gets his jollies off of like you know doing things that could be fucking potentially harm harmful to these people at the gym. Like you could actually hurt them, and you're just like, <laughs> look, you got yours. I've seen so many movies of people just like someone else walking by someone's running machine like their treadmill and turning up the speed for them and then project x the fat guy in project x that was on bang busts he's running on a treadmill oh trying my. to prepare for the party and then his friend walks by he's like you gotta go faster lose that weight right now and he turns it up the dude falls on his face like that is a safety precaution yes it's an issue i will say yes. that well i mean on on real treadmills you have like the little uh stop tag that you like yeah, you pull off the magnet. Yeah, yeah. So whenever you like fall, it just comes off. Dude, when I was a kid, I used to do that all the time. I would get on the treadmill and I'd turn it to the <laughs> max setting, and I'd just be like running, and I was like, "All right, like if it really gets to that, I'll just pull it off." And there was a few times yeah. where I almost slammed my face, but I am a treadmill professional. <laughs> that would never happen you, to me. You were the best treadmillist, dude. I will go. I I will I will battle anyone on mill. <laughs> I swear to fucking god, I'll do it. I actually, one time on Mill Avenue, Mill battle. one time on Mill Avenue in Arizona, I was partying with my friends and then she got really drunk and I had to battle her back to the car. Mill fight. Dude, she was fucking, she was done. <laughs> we milled it up, baby. Man, you just need to mill out. Dude, you know I'm out here milling with my peeps and my bros and my crew. He's out here getting high on... Uh, Miller High Life. <laughs> Milling like a villain. You know how I be. Hey, I hate everything that's happening right now. <laughs> Can we never do that again? Thank you. Okay. No, we're going to do this so, every single time. So we're milling out, dude. And you know. <laughs> Milling okay. to the max. I'm done. I'm done. So Mr. Mr. Buttrick, he's uh. <laughs> His introduction is when Michael goes, my former brother-in-law handles everything. They're like, why former? And he's like, my wife is dead. <laughs> yeah. I just love all of these blanket statements. Just just so blunt and like, there it is. That's the story. Honestly, though, it's like, it's like when I was in middle school and people would make your mom jokes and I would be like, my mom does heroin. It's just like, that's just kind of how you have to like cushion it, you know? It's... That's that's cushioning it. They're like, yo, mama's so fat. And I'm like, she's not. She's skinny. Meth. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you. That's how you. You turn the joke. You know. Now it's Why my now it's My, my wife's dead. <laughs> and then, it did make me think about that for a second, though. I've never thought. I mean, I. I it's it's true. I'm not saying that it's not true. I've just never thought about it in those terms. Thing. Yeah, of just that, like, obviously, if you get divorced, you would say, like, you know, oh, it's, it's my former brother-in-law or my Here, ex-brother-in-law or something the like thing, that. Though, it's not, it's not like that. It's based off of whether or not they're cool. Is it, <laughs> is, it is, though, right? Like, if they were cool, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's my brother-in-law. Like, I hang you out with him all the time. <laughs> yeah, but if they're not cool, you'd be like, yeah, it's my fucking former brother-in-law. Like, you've been waiting for that to happen. <laughs> Uh, I really wonder, though, if, if anyone actually feels that way about a brother-in-law. I know that it's like, 
kind of a trope of like the wife being like, oh, you should hang out with my brother more or whatever. And I've been in situations where- Oh, and where... it's like, hey, can, our pa- can my parents come over and stay for the weekend? <laughs> no, I just think that like, I-, I would be surprised to find brother-in-laws that actually do more than just tolerate each other. I've never seen a situation where like they could actually be friends. I got one. Yeah? They're frenemies though. Uh, Trisha Paytas and <laughs> Ethan Klein. Trisha is now dating Ela's brother, and they're getting married, so they're going to be brother-in-law and sister-in-law, and they're still going to hang out. Oh, shit. Look at that. But they also hate each other sometimes. But I think they love... <laughs> no, they love each other a lot. I'm just saying, like, there's there's no brother-in-law relationship as good as, like, Michael and Marvin, you know? Wait. That's not his brother-in-law? No, it's not. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, you mean there's no relationship? Like, okay. What about what about <laughs> if okay, I'm a person, I have a best friend, I think he's really cool, but then I'm like, what would it be like to fuck the female version of him? So I marry his sister because I want to fuck him, right. but as a girl, and then now he's my brother-in-law, but he's still my homie. I mean, hopefully that works out. <laughs> I don't think it will. I think he's going to be very mad that I'm specifically <laughs> marrying his sister to marry him, but with boobs. I don't know. There's there's some people that might be cool with that. Maybe he can hop in too. Uh, oh, okay. That's what it. Oh, that's where we lose it. That's the. Milling out with my homies. I don't. I don't have a gavel, so it's not working out well right now. Dude, that would have been the perfect place to hit the gavel and like. You you made a judgment call. Like judge judge Caleb has decided that is where it's too far. All rise. You cannot fuck your friend and his sister at the same time just one or the other it's not something we can even talk about on the podcast That's, it's it's too much it's my call <laughs> bam i'm gonna get a gavel soon don't worry yes. i already ha- i own one i'll get more i'm excited about it i'll get I'm more excited about i'll it. get more it's all right um all the gavels it's all right hey, any any anyone listening if you want to help support the show by caleb a gavel donate a gavel <laughs> Please donate a gavel. That's all I have to say about it. Just do it. I, I really hope that like every person who's ever subscribed to Patreon sends you a gavel. <laughs> you have a P.O. box, right? I got rid of it because no one was sending stuff. <laughs> I got one thing. It's right it's right there. It's right behind me. This so I spent I spent thirty bucks for that. But I will say I'm that so I would have but I, I will say up. that I would have spent thirty bucks on that because it's really cool and it's custom. So thank you, Jack. That is really cool. It's like hand drawn, it's bitching. But in terms of having a P.O. box for people to send things, it went terribly. <laughs> and I will not I would, renew it. I, I would st- love it. I still I would have, love it if you got like a hundred gavels. Well, I still have the key for the P.O. box, and one time I went to just see if the key worked or they change it or what they do. They definitely don't change it, and I thought like maybe there's old mail, so I guess I could just like if you send mail to someone else's P.O. box, I still have the key. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. They haven't said anything to me about a like deposit or like something. So I think I'm good. It's great. So, guys, I got a P.O. box. Send gavels. <laughs> Send me some gavels, guys. But then I guess I might run into issues with the gavel not fitting in the box. Send small gavels, guys. Because <laughs> I can't go to the front desk now and ask. For... Right, because then they'll know. Then they'll know. But for now, send gavels. Send gavels. That's my thing. Um, So, like, they also, like, when they're, 
controlling these treadmills, they make a comment about not being able to control, like, the dumbbells, because they're like, hey, I want to make that heavier to kill this guy. And then later, screws start turning, and for a long time, I could not figure out why the screws were turning. I really thought it was going maximum nope. overdrive, but I guess now, in hindsight, that's just the ghost. That was the ghost. And there... Which is kind of stupid, but The ghost is causing a lot of insurance issues for Michael. Is that her actual game? Yeah, I don't know why that is happening. Because I know we know why she's fucking with the blind girl, which we haven't even right. mentioned that there is a blind girl. I guess we'll get to yes. the blind girl. Uh, Laura or Lauren? Which also, the movie turned very Toxic Avenger for a while with like absurd things that you're doing with a blind person. Like as in things <laughs> that you cannot do with a blind person, you're doing them. You're doing those things with them and they're very happy about it and you're very happy about it and there's no issues in the world. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm not saying that blind people can't wear clothes, but at one point, like, the first thing that he that. does is buy her, like, like a fancy top or something, and it, like, shows her opening it and, like, picking it up and, like, holding it in front of her face, and it's like, bitch, you don't know what it looked like. Well, what about her sucking on the asparagus? What did she think that was? <laughs> you fucking talk. Like, and that's the girl that almost, like... Okay, so let me explain the blind girl. She's the one that almost got turned into steamed broccoli, and then all of yes. a sudden she's stuck. She's sucking on steamed asparagus, and I was like, "Hold, wait, let's bring this back. Is that, is that foreshadowing? Is that what foreshadowing is? Because the the opposite of foreshadowing, maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. But she's really getting in on that asparagus. Like she was having a great time. Like she was giving it the little like tip of the tongue lick and everything. They definitely uh, had her try to make eating phallically shaped asparagus sensual which was odd because it's still asparagus this whole movie is so sexual there is the dick on the wall the art piece of dick on the wall there is the asparagus what? and there's is also there there's, the, there's the shot where marvin just walks up next to michael and it's just yeah. focused on his dick and nothing else right on his package the whole time i don't know why <laughs> it's like you could I would love it if that was an accidental thing. They were like, oh, we didn't notice Marvin was in the shot. And they're like, ah, dude, keep it. Let's just toss, like, some asparagus sucking scenes in and then, like, a dick on the <laughs> wall, and it'll seem like we're trying to make a message. And Marvin's just like, you know, just milling about. Just milling it up, baby. <laughs> you know what it is? Can we stop saying mill? Like, please? No, I'm never Can we actually stop, stop saying mill? Because every time you say it, I'm going to be like, yeah, dude, milling it. Mill and then it, I'm going to hate myself out. every time. <laughs> I, I don't I actually don't like it. Mill it up, mill it in. Who's the mill guy on Simpsons? What? What's his name? Milton. Miller. Milton. Yeah. Is that actually his name? Yeah. Is it Milton? I believe so. Shit. The one with the glasses and the like blue hair or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So shout out to Milton. Yeah. What I a that's what it. a good guy. He's not a good. I don't like his character. Doesn't he have like a little catchphrase or something that he says a lot? It's I'm Milton. It. What's up, guys? <laughs> Milling it up over here. Milling it up up on Milton Lane. He has Milton his own lane. Nav. I love that guy. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what about that line? I'm beta. Your VHS. Oh, I'm just gonna give that to my you. My God. Okay, so there's this guy, and he is. He's on a workout machine, and he's lifting some weights, and this chick walks up to him. I would say, I would venture to say most of the people in this film 
would be considered, especially at the time, to be attractive humans. Like, pretty much everyone. Like... Also, there's a lot... Males, females alike. Like, they're all attractive people, right? I don't know. I feel like a misogynist because every female that I saw in this movie was naked, so I objectively think (laughs) that they were all gorgeous. (laughs) Well, anyway, this girl who I think is is the one who ends up... I think it's the same one who dresses as a bee at the Halloween party later. Also, there's a Halloween party in this movie, guys. Yes. Oh, Okay. I still have it's it's right over on the shelf over here. Oh, I forgot I bought you the B movie. Yeah. It's on the shelf. Oh, and that's you so sent cool. it to me you sent it to me anonymously. <laughs> yeah, I did what what was the what was the name on it? I can't remember. I just got it and I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Well, it didn't take you didn't even ask me where it came from. You just tagged me in something. You were like, I don't want the B movie. I just assumed it was you. Well, I mean, it's a good assumption, but how do you know it was me? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I well, just so you know, guys, if you become good friends with me, I might just send you the B movie. <laughs> so it's it the chick gift. who dresses the B later, I think, and then she is like kind of hitting on this guy a little bit, just like casual, flirty conversation. And he, he, like, she's like, "Hey, maybe we could do something later," and he straight up goes, "Nah." Because I'm beta and you're VHS. Speaking of VHS, I'm going to get someone to make a VHS copy of B-Movie, and I'm just going to send you the B-Movie on VHS, and then like for every yes. like birthday or anything else you have, I'm going to send you a different variation of the B-Movie. I'm going to get like a comic book made. Yes, I love it. And you're just going to get the B-Movie over and over again. And actually, I'm also going to audit you if you don't watch it. Always. I will dedicate. I'll dedicate a wall <laughs> in the basement to just all my B-Movie merchandise. Mm-hmm. I will get you a cardboard VHS shelf or like a cardboard <laughs> shelf like to display like a, like a display. Like a display yeah. Yes, yes, for all of your B movie like merchandise. With the B like leaning against it. Exactly. A life-size cutout <laughs> of a B. So it's going to be like that big. It's going to be really small, <laughs> but it's gonna, he's going to be there. He's going to be standing right there on the edge. Oh my god. Does anyone know so where I can get that thing, done? <laughs> The funny thing about the I'm beta your VHS line is obviously at the time that this movie was made, that was him saying, like, I'm Blu-ray, your DVD. The problem is... Now Joe Rogan exists. The alpha (laughs) male exists. What's the new one, too? There's, like, the stigma male or the the sigma male? Uh, It would be sigma. That is a a Greek letter. They're all Greek letters. But the funny thing about it is that in history, if you go back and look at it now, beta tapes lost the battle between beta and VHS. So he's kind of just shitting on himself. Yeah, maybe that maybe they knew they may have known. I mean, it was 89. It would have been like kind of the turn of all that happening. So maybe they knew. They may have knew, which is great because. She seemed great. She's very beautiful and and seemed like a, a fine person. And he's being a total tool bag. So I, anything to make him look worse, I'm okay with. She seemed like a real catch. Real catch. A real, real a real bee. A real a real, real space, a real baseball sweet ball honey bee right into the mitt. Catch. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Two points. <laughs> what about that? There's two blender scenes in this movie, which I feel like is like 
asking a lot of a movie. You know, like you could ask for one blender scene, but it gave us two. I'm confused as hell about the blender. I don't understand it. It made no sense. I mean, she puts her hands completely in it, and then, like, she gets filled with tomato. She's like, ah, it's just tomato, not blood. And I'm like, wait, but your hand was in that blender, like, at the bottom of it. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I do get it. Like, in terms of me as an audience member, they dubbed the blender sound, and then she just shook the blender. But I don't get how they're trying to pass it off. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know how she could have physically done that without actually injuring herself especially whenever we see later someone does get basically eaten by the blender dude and then there's some fat actually it's guy. the same person that was the honeybee girl that was the same girl yeah oh okay so callback cool yep well yeah she gets destroyed by a blender and then this fat guy who's just eating food in every single scene like pulls every up, goddamn and he's scene. actually not even that fat like he's a big guy but he's not that yeah, big yeah, yeah. but he's just eating all the time and then like he sees the blender girl like getting blendered and he acts his fucking ass off he screamed more than anyone has ever screamed in their life you know what he he might deserve a scream king award like he went for it yeah like not only was he like really out there i actually think that his screams were very believable like even in terms of a wacky movie that did not give a shit about rules or continuity or anything else he was right good at what he was hired to do no i thought it was fantastic i don't think his acting was that good <laughs> no like when anything else any any other part of him was terrible was really but- bad <laughs> When he was getting frightened, he killed it. Dude, he was like, okay, I'm going to die? Bet. I'm going to fucking die, dude. <laughs> that Well, actually, I guess he didn't die immediately, but he did get... You know what else this movie was? John Carpenter's what? The Fog. How? When he was done trying to save her from the blender, he's just standing around. He looks around. He's like, okay, I'm alone. And then all of a sudden, fog comes out of the fucking, uh, the freezer, the walk-in freezer. Oh, shit, shit. And it grabs him. It's not just like some, some, some cold (laughs) breath or something. The fog comes out, grabs him, and throws him into the freezer. And then frozen fish attack him. Yes, they do. I I forgot. Like, this is where the movie... In some people's opinion, probably jumps the shark, but I fucking loved every minute of it. Dude, when those fish came to life and you could still see the freezer burn on them, and one of them is actually like, you saw a fucking Japanese guy skinning a fish earlier and like cutting it up yeah. like in the body, and one of them was still frozen with his body all cut up. I think it was the same one, and then it came to <laughs> life missing half of its body and fucking ate this guy. They weren't it's piranhas amazing. either, I will say that much. No, it's like a it's it's a fish that you eat. I don't know, a, a gar, isn't that what it was? I don't know, man. Those it, real those real ugly ones. It's it, flounder. I don't know, trout. <laughs> it's it's all it's all the same thing to me, dude. It's all it's all fish. What if they got like a fish from like the really far down in the ocean? What is that called? The 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 deep dark sea. Those ones that like have oh the my. terrifying eyes and like giant fangs. Like an anglerfish, dude. Angler with the little with the with the little glowy thing, dude. Anglerfishes are honestly like you cannot convince me. Like I love creepy shit and I love weird shit. I even love weird animals, but you cannot convince me that that is not made by Satan's dick himself. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Wait, Satan didn't make it. Satan's dick made. <laughs> dude, it's. They are insane. They have a. Like, they have like is that is that what Satan ejaculates? Is just a bunch of fucking anglerfish. Bro, they have light bulbs coming out of their foreheads. You think he's not doing that? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Those things, like their fangs, 
What? Dude, that's a mall. They should not be real. Like, really. I, honestly, they, they really should not exist. The fact that they exist in this world is why I know that there is a Satan out there. <laughs> the devil exists, and he's making anglerfish. There's proof that there's a hell anglerfish. Have you seen those fucking things? Dude, like, fuck spiders, fuck snakes. You guys are scared of those things? Are you kidding me? Have you seen this bitch? Yeah, no, no, anglerfish are absolutely terrifying. You're you're not wrong. Uh, like, get that the fuck away from me. If anyone ever was like, hey, you want to pet my anglerfish? I'd say yes, but I'd be terrified. <laughs> I would actually, I would, I would probably pet their light bulb. Do you think that it's like they just pound you like immediately if you did that? Oh, I think so. Is pound the right word for that? <laughs> Back to a steam room. So we go to this steam room, and we see just about every pair of boobs in the movie. I guess in the area, but just yeah. about every pair of boobs in the world. And confirmed, every ass. Which I will say, okay, guys, I've a million times you've heard this theory from me. They don't yep. put butts in movies until like 2014 at least. And then in this movie... There is a slice of cake as far as the eyes can see. Bloop. It's everywhere. They're, they're all doing great. Yeah. But then again, they were porn stars, so I guess that's the difference. Yeah, There's probably. only good butts in movies if they are porn stars before 2014. <laughs> Otherwise, they just didn't exist, you know? Like, I guess there's you got to have that butt category, so maybe the director was like, I am not with Hollywood on this. I guess. Is that a good theory? Is that a bad theory? No, it's fine. Okay. I'll take my theory. I'll take my theory. <laughs> Can you imagine being a scientist and going just like, yeah, I'll take my theory. Sounds hypothetical. Good enough. Good enough. So, steam room. We see a lot of boobs, a lot of butts. And then the steam room just starts shooting mini tiles and like spraying shit everywhere. Yeah, this is one of those things where it's just getting fucking weird. Kind of like the the bolts coming loose on the diving board. It's just, how is this possible? What's happening? None of this makes any sense. But again, not the weirdest thing in the scene, because after the girls get out, they agree to a free three-month membership to this gym that's shooting tiles at them. The <laughs> yes, they should have been absolutely terrified and traumatized. Also, I, just, I was going to bring this up Wait, in the moment, but yeah. In res but in response to them getting a free three-month membership, they also offer their cheeks in return. Like, they're getting something free, and then they're yes. like, hey, you want to clap yes. my butt cheeks later? That's I, I was going to bring it up in the moment. Like, fucking Michael, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry about the shower. I'm going to give you guys, you know, I'm going to extend your membership by three months free of charge. And then he says, you, you can drop by the office tomorrow or whatever and i'll take care of you and it's like wait why do they need to be there for you to extend their membership by three months free of charge and then they immediately jump right on board to his invitation and they're like you really think you can handle both of us and it's like wait how did we just jump to fucking so quick I again i feel like we missed a step somewhere I don't know, man. I mean, today a company called me at work and I told them to keep my money and they said, no, 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 you take it, bitch. <laughs> so you, you never know what's going to happen in this world. You never know. And I guess in, you know, the 80s at at a gym, 
and when everyone's hot, they it just it, it's that easy, and and that's just how it works, I guess. I didn't I didn't get to experience that. I was not alive at the time, nor would I have been attractive enough. So I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't my life. I don't know it. <laughs> fucking kidding me? You know what else I don't know? I guess that's just a thing, dude. There's this guy working out with a workout machine, and it just tears his ribs to shreds. I I love and hate this kill. I love and hate it. It's awesome. I hate but it the because logistics. it makes no fucking sense. He's doing a what isn't that called a, a wing, wing press or, or, or butter uh, butterfly crunch. butterfly curl? Is that what it is? Arm something like arm that. Back <laughs> forward. Yeah, I think it's called a butterfly curl. And like the way those machines work, like at your resting place, which is the arms kind of slightly behind you, it's not. It's that's it's that's where it just sits naturally. And then as you push forward, you are lifting the weights. And for some reason, when the computer decides to crank the weight up, it just cracks his arms back whenever it would have just hit the bottom. It wouldn't keep going back. Like, there's, it stops. It's, it doesn't make sense for it to keep going backwards. Warehouse error. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I guess they go back far enough that his, like, rib cage just, like, fucking pops out of his body. Yeah, that was very odd. And then, you know what we transition to after that? That happens, and we just see the blind girl for the first time. We're like, okay, so she's blind now. That's when she does the phallic asparagus thing and then all that. But then the guy, Michael, he's like, come and move in with me. And she's like, all right, only under one condition, that I can swing by my house and pick up my things. (laughs) It it sent me on a fucking ride. I was like, wait. Your one condition even her is that you get your it's items. It's the spa. Yeah, it's the spa. She's just getting stuff out of her locker She needs room. to go back to the spa to get her shit out of her locker because she got broccoli steam. And also, she's blind, but she knows how to get in her locker and knows exactly where her stuff is. <laughs> yep, that's also like, true. I would, I'd be fine with that if she was blind for a while, but I'm like, girl, you've been blind for all of five minutes. You do not know how to function that well yet. Right, exactly. Like, you have to go through, I'm sure, some kind of, like, eyeball walk therapy or something. Like, you have to do something that's not what you're doing. Eyeball walk therapy. It's in the fucking dictionary. (laughs) Don't be a piece of shit, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? So, the the man of the movie, Michael, he says that uh, the ghost of his wife that set herself on fire in a wheelchair is haunting him, sending him I miss you messages on his computer. James seems to think that he's being skeevy, but I think that his story follows. I I was just saying that, like, it's it's a real good story to be like, it's a real good cover-up. Be like, oh, I don't know how that fucking midget porn got on there. It must have been the ghost of my dead wife. Is the ectoplasm. The ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've used that once or twice <laughs> when when dabbling in said in said lucrative acts. No, we've all we anyone who's listened to more than two or three episodes of Horror Soup already knows like you don't even use a fucking uh incognito browser. Or anything like your fucking history's up for grabs. That's a good point. There is one episode of Donkey Felicia I did once where looking at porn and viruses just started popping up on my screen real time. <laughs> like I was recording my screen and everyone just saw viruses popping up on my screen. I was like, oh shit, that's not good. 
Let's keep going. <laughs> no, there was one time too that I was recording an episode with my friend Buckley, and I'm trying to look something up on my phone, and I pull up like my tab, and it shows like recently viewed. He's like, "Are you gonna talk about that giant Pornhub banner right there?" And I was like, "Why would like it's I don't know. It just sounded like such a stupid fucking question to me. Why would we?" St- why would we talk about Why that? Why would we talk about Obvi- it? You're right. You you are right, though, in the fact that, like, fucking who cares? Like, like yeah, you look you look at Pornhub, too. Like, fucking basically everyone does. Like, get over it. What am I, like, grow the fuck what up. What am I going to do? Clear my history? <laughs> you fucking idiot. Like, grow the fuck up. I have my own devices. Like, I don't yeah, have to hide I own this phone from my mom. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not worried about <laughs> anyone looking at it. I, I guess I should be more worried as someone who uh, got broken up with once over uh, a porn ad. Really? Did I not tell you that? No. I woke up, like, in the middle of the night, and, like, my ex-girlfriend is, like, sitting crisscross on my bed. She just looks pissed. I'm like, okay, why are you up at 3 in the morning? And then she has my phone in front of her, and I'm like, okay, well... I wasn't worried, because I'm like, I have nothing to hide, so what fucking ever. Like, she literally knew my password, and my phone was always unlocked, so I'm like, all right, well, what is the issue? And she was like, this. And then she turns around, she shows me a porn ad. Like, you know, just, like, the pop-ups that pop up when you click on a video. Sure. And then I start busting up laughing. Like, I was uncontrollably laughing, and she was crying, and then I was like, okay, so maybe this, I guess this is serious. I was like, wait, you're for real? And she was like, yeah. And then we got in another fight the next morning, and then we broke up. Oof. Big oof, my guy. I would say bullet dodged, my friend. Well, now, the Pornhub <laughs> tab stays. There it is. That don't. No questions asked. I mean, I guess it, I guess my issue back then was that the Pornhub ha- tab stayed, but <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm fighting two wrongs with a wrong. The tab stayed, and she did. She did not, and now my tab continually <laughs> stays always because I'm single. <laughs> because I don't have sex. Oh God! And when I do, it's terrible. <laughs> that's my motto. That's that's the that's the motto that I made right now. That's a great way to live your life. And why is there an old guy with a with a electric wand that like he could just he sees the world Holy with his magic wand? Shit. We haven't even talked about the parapsychologist yet. Holy is that what we're calling him? Shit. I'm calling him wand guy. That's what he called himself. Or I guess that's what Michael called him. He's like, by the way, I went to see a parapsychologist. Which is just a fancy way of saying, like, fucking ghost hunter. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call him Wand Guy. Wand Guy. Again, where, like, what the fuck is with the technology in this movie? What? He's got this crazy fucking, like, light-up wand attached to a briefcase, and he just waves it around and learns shit. There is a lot to this technology. There is more to this job than things that go beep and buzz. <laughs> I actually wrote that on my resume after watching this movie. You should. You should. That's that's you put on your resume. There's a section for horror soup. Yeah. And you talk about the things that you do. And then you say, there's a lot to this technology. There's a lot more to this job than just beeps and buzz. Dude, I beep and buzz, but there's a lot more going on (laughs) under this table. I can tell you that much. Okay. I can tell you that much. 
fucking love it. And then it transitions again after this guy into some girl that's just running around and she like bashes her head on the floor, like on the pavement. I don't even know what was happening to her. She's like in some tunnel. And then she's all of a sudden in the pouring rain. And then we def this is when we were first like, okay, that is a ghost that we are seeing. That is a translucent yes. person. She's not in the pouring rain. It's like the uh, sprinklers. What? And it's like the sprinklers are, are raining down like acid or some shit. Oh, was that the chlorine? That wasn't the chlorine. The chlorine is what happened to the first girl that went blind. Okay, so they put chlorine in a steam room. So what was coming out of the sprinklers? More chlorine? It had to have been more chlorine, right? I guess. Just more intense. Or just straight bleach. Because it didn't just... It didn't maybe bleach. It didn't make her blind. It starts melting her skin off. Dude, she was foaming at the eyeball. She, she really was. It was insane. And then, I don't know... She doesn't die then... But then she gets found in a little bit, completely melted. She actually looks like... Oh, yeah. Ama Every kill in this looked great. Street trash. It looks like street trash. Yeah, it does. It is a melted person. A melted yeah. homeless person. Well, uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe she, maybe she had a know. home. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, and then the brother-in-law... you like, got to have a home if you can afford those leotards. Oh, good point. And the brother-in-law, he's just kind of like at the house with the blind girl now, and he's being a giant red herring because he's just swaying a screwdriver at her, but she's fine. Yeah, he's being super weird. He's being weird, but I guess that was the the setup to his possession. Maybe, or is he just weird? And then he happened. Maybe to get he possessed. was already getting possessed. And also, like maybe it's like a slow process. I guess we did find out at one point that him and Catherine, the chick that set herself on fire, are twins too. So I guess they have an extra bond. Yes, which is apparently why she's able to inhabit his body somehow. Okay, well that's fine. Um, she pops up again. And I don't know if she already possessed him at this time. I think she did. But she finds the bald guy, the parasitist, and she throws yep. him in the air. He goes through a window, falls back down onto yes. the ground. Thought he was dead. He's not dead. And then he tries to shoot a gun at her, and she makes his gun explode and just blows his hand off. His whole hand explodes. Dude, the gun his was in pieces. His fucking hands just... Shrapnel everywhere it's amazing it's amazing it's clearly like plaster like when they cut to it and it just explodes and it's fucking well great. you could tell there wasn't a trace of an actual person anywhere near that explosion right right it was very much just a hand floating in the air being ploted yeah i loved it and then she ends it by just throwing him across the room again yep it reminded me of those good old grandma chuckings from back in the day okay and then uh, Michael is having dreams about his dead wife. You know, he, she's just like, go, go do it. Jump off a building. Like, she's just running around this whole movie just going, kill yourself. Kill yourself, dude. <laughs> she is. Michael's, Michael's uh, version of uh, going to have sex with his hot wife is, I'm going to go have a nightmare about my dead wife. It's like, it's like Freddy Krueger if he was just running around going, kill yourself, bitch. <laughs> it's so insane, but he's also doing it in like in real life too, and in his dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Michael gets super close to what some other guy at one point. I don't know who it is, just some dude that looks like him. And he like gets so close to him, like he's about to make out with him. And he's like, "I really yeah. hope you have a nice day." While he's wearing like this jacket with no shirt, with all of his chest hair hanging out. <laughs> That this is the weirdest thing. There's like a little <laughs> subplot throughout the movie as well. Oh, dude, he's gay. About like his partners in the business are like trying to like force him out no, of no, the no, business. No, 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 no. Every time your wife in a wheelchair sets herself on fire, you get the gay. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, there was definitely some uh, like homosexual tension between Michael and I believe his name was Robert. Their faces were just shockingly close without kissing. I I don't know how they didn't kiss. I wanted them to. Um, I expected it at this point. It's like in Life Force when fucking uh, when fucking that bald guy kisses someone. Yeah, and <laughs> so there's a subplot. Guy? People are going to be so mad movie. if they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> They're like, that bald guy, he did. No, he didn't. So there's this subplot of the movie where, like, it's like an 80, it's again, like, another 80s trope of, like, almost like 80s kids movies of, like, the bad guys trying to take over the business or whatever, you know? Like, and I just don't understand why that was part of the film or any of that that plot line. Like, just didn't make sense to me at all. And why it existed didn't make sense either. Uh, but it leads us to a moment that we see later that is very important that I know you have written down about the guy in the skeleton costume, which was this same guy that almost got kissed, by the way. Oh, that was him? Okay. Yes. Was, well, I figured you didn't realize that. No, no, no. They all, everyone that has a certain haircut in the 80s looks like the same person to me. Like, I, they, I see no difference. You're right, because both of those guys kind of look like the dude who died on the, the butterfly wing press thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They all look the same. They have that same hair thing going if on. If I watched this and Killer Workout back to back, I would think that every single person in both movies was the same guy. Yes. With the exception of one blonde person. <laughs> it's the same thing. And then Mr. Uh, Buttrick, he starts turning into Catherine, and he starts having, like, some delusions, and he's literally screaming, like, it's kind of like, remember in Troll 2, and he's like, oh, my God, like, that, that scene where he's just screaming, he's like, no! Yeah. It's exactly like that, except he goes like, no! No! Like, he brings it back a second time. <laughs> and then we move back over to Michael, and then this is when Marvin's dick hops in the picture. All I want to say, just wanted you guys to know that that was right now. And then we have yep. to get an APB out on David Avery. When th- this is when they're like, get an APB out on David Avery. Uh, 130 pounds, uh, might be a psycho, maybe dressed in drag. This motherfucker really says 130 pounds. He said 130 pounds, 130 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, this is the 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 larger it's detective eating pizza who is the whole eating, fucking episode. eating eating in every shot. Is the one who says, yeah, "He about hundred thirty pounds. He about a hundred thirty pounds, dressed <laughs> like a psycho. <laughs> he made all like no, those are bars. No, hundred thirty pounds, dressed like a lady. Might <laughs> be a psycho, chilling in Mercedes. <laughs> hey." <laughs> All right, that's your next song, 130 Pound. You work on that. That's a fucking track right there. Like, those were those were straight bars for no reason. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, step the fuck down. <laughs> so the 80s gym dance party is in full effect, and it's actually everything I wanted in my life. Like, if I, I would start going to the gym if they had parties like this. Dude, I don't understand how a fucking gym is able to have this bitchin' of a Halloween party. It makes no fucking sense. No one had anything better to do in 1989 than go to the Halloween party at their fucking gym. Mm. James, nobody has anything better to do in 2021 than to go to a party at their gym. Like, this is what- Gyms is closed! Well, uh, what what I found out is that apparently every gym is open around me. 
Oh, really? Yeah, they're just all open. So I just I just assume they're all closed. I, I can't know. imagine they're not <laughs> throwing these parties. <laughs> it is just I I wanted it to be my life is what I'm saying. Me too. Me too. It was outrageous and like just fucking co- the colors and the costumes. It would have been and the the booze. It would have been great. And the ghosts. Great. That part not so okay, much. Okay. Well, this is when we get confirmation that Catherine is in fact a ghost. Because she pulls yes. to the control room and just starts turning shit off with her hands, and then she, like, goes succubus mode and starts seducing the control man, and then rips his face off, but she didn't even really... Just grabs his face real hard well, th- and kills yeah, him. Yeah, I thought she, like, ripped his face off, but she, like, turned him into a ghoul. I think she just, like, crushed his face. But remember, we saw him later, remember? And then he looked like... I know, he looked like, like a ghoulie. all fucked up on one side. He did look like a ghoulie, you're not... It wrong. was fucking crazy. So I guess she has a lot of powers, and then, okay, so... She seems to have no fucking limit to her power. Oh, she could do anything, except for survive. She could do anything but survive. <laughs> it's fucking baffling. But then, it is. the fucking Skull Trooper, he's hiding from the Joker costume in, like, the, the what I'm gonna call the plainest sight possible. Like, there is... There's, <laughs> there's no level of tension in that room. There is no, um, hey, I'm gonna hide and not be seen. It's, I'm going to hide and I will be seen this motherfucker is in Michael's office like getting like some files I don't or something. know why he's getting files for what for who because they're doing the they're because they're doing this thing where they're trying to kick Michael out of the business or whatever <laughs> like that's what he's doing he's getting like files for something I don't know to frame him I don't know whatever man <laughs> he fucking he fucking leaves his briefcase that he's putting the files in on top of the goddamn counter and then just like shuffles behind Michael's like computer chair, like his fucking desk chair. He's just standing behind a desk chair and you're supposed well, to make me believe that when Michael comes in, he doesn't see a motherfucking skeleton man standing behind his desk James, chair. not even that. He's moving when he comes in the room. He's still getting behind the desk chair and shuffling stuff you're and right. dropping stuff. You're right. He doesn't even move fast enough. It's like, like the timing is like is Michael should have saw him walk over there. Like the timing is not there. Like, hey, what are you, what you doing, bud? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. And that's all the. And then he just knocks him out, like with him staring at him. He he's looking at him as he's picking up the thing, and he still manages to get knocked out. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael sucks. Is is what I figured was out. Was that even Michael though? I thought that was a dude that looked like Michael. Are you sure that was him? Because Michael is up and moving like two seconds later. Yeah, no, he gets back up. Oh, okay, cool. That's when he so gets he up. So he was wearing the Joker up... costume. He was wearing the Joker costume. Who gave it to him? Was it the girl from the... earlier? Yes. Okay. She bought. She the bought double. them. Yes. For him. Is that the blind girl that bought that though? No, I think she oh. bought it. For both of them to wear, but then the blind girl ended up needing a different costume because she had to wear glasses now. She couldn't wear the mask. And oh. That's why she's like the Chiquita Banana Lady, but with glasses. She's the Chiquita Banana getting steamed broccoli. Yes. She does not look good. That sounds like a like some kind of fucking euphemism. like urban dictionary. Like a euphemism for something. <laughs> She got steamed broccoli. I'm gonna make it. I mean, I already made. I already made the bowling ball. I'll make something else. I'll, I can create a new one. It's fine. <laughs> Chiquita banana getting steamed broccoli. Trademark. And then, and then, 
this is when the whole killing yourself thing starts going on, and then some naked girl just starts making out with a guy out of nowhere, and then her face just explodes. Like, we also find out that the ghost has the ability to just make a face explode. Yeah. And I don't know why. The ghost can do it. They anything. had no relevance. They were not a part of the story. They were just about to fuck, and she's like, let me just blow up this face. Yeah. You sounded That's the like one turkey from Thanksgiving right now. Yeah. <laughs> You sound like They're Turkey the ones... from Things Killing when Kristen goes up to the door and she's talking to her dad. He's like, hey, you get a haircut? He's like, yeah. Yeah. When he's pretending to be her dad. <laughs> that was great. Please always do that. <laughs> uh, those are the people that are in like the sauna, right? And then the sauna starts falling apart around her for whatever no, reason. Or are you talking about someone else? That's not what happens. Nothing is falling apart around them. They are just about to fuck, and his face just <laughs> explodes while they are making out. There is no reason. I don't even know who either of the people are. Not the girl, not the guy, but I know that a face exploded <laughs> for no reason. Do I have a problem with it? No, not at all. It was fucking awesome. No, no, it's great. It's great. And that's the thing is like so many times in movies, like I kind of am like the over analyzer in a lot of films of like trying to like figure out what the rules of it is. And that's the one thing with ghost movies that I actually really, really like is that you can't have rules. Like you can kind of get away with whatever you want. And in a way, some filmmakers use that as a crutch to do really stupid shit. But this movie uses that as a crutch to just have fucking fun. And I'm find that there's no rules i'm fine that none of it makes any sense logically it is just so enjoyable and this is a great example of that hey here's two people about to fuck face explosion why who cares it was awesome moving on to the ultimatums <laughs> honestly not i can't i can't with the ultimatum. not only one of the funniest movie lines in history just one of the funniest things in history because she's still telling him Fuck. to kill himself, and she's like, you're going to go the way I did, telling him to burn himself in a wheelchair. And she's like, if you don't, you're going to watch Laura burn, which is the blind girl. And then he's like, okay, but let her go first. And she's like, don't give me ultimatums. Kill yourself. No, but she's like laying on the floor. She's like laying on the floor, like doing this weird kind of like succubus, like sexy thing. Like, oh, just kill yourself. Go the way I did. Ah. And then he says, you know, let Laura go. And she sits up, sits straight the fuck up, points at him, and just screams in like this weird demon voice that also sounds like her brother's voice at the same time. Like they layered the two, like her voice and her brother's voice. And like, you don't give me ultimatum. James, when you said she, she was doing like that slithery, like succubus thing, I was thinking yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. Like, the cowardly dog episode with the guy that's like standing in front of the house and he's like, Return the slab. Return the <laughs> return slab. The slab. <laughs> that's what she's doing. She's doing return the slab. And then she just just snaps out of it immediately. You don't give me ultimatums. <laughs> like, fucking period. You do not give me ultimatums, bitch. You're going to kill yourself or you're going to kill her, and that's it. I, I just, I, I didn't need it. I need that video clip on standby to just send to any human that I want at any time. Like, I need it. I wholeheartedly agree. I, I very much agree with that statement. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then, so, this girl dressed like a clown walks up to a mirror with a gashed-up head, and she just explodes. She looks in the mirror at herself yep. and just explodes. And then, the <laughs> club is on fire. 
The glove is on fire. I don't know if it was from her explosion. I don't know if they were linked, but she explodes and then everything's on fire. And then, like, it's, I think it might, the fire was already going on, but then Michael is trying to, like, short out the mainframe and he sends some electrical currents into the blind girl, which I don't know what that did. I don't know if that's, like, for part two, but that happened and then it just moves away from her. And then we find out that the ghost girl is the computer just like lawnmower man she went in the vr world and she turned into god <laughs> do you think her monkey friend got yeah, killed yeah no she didn't have okay because that's what set him off that's what set job off yep yep no she didn't she didn't have that it was it was michael getting together with laura or lauren or Look, whatever man, i'm gonna is. go ahead and say if you kill yourself in a wheelchair i can date other people Dude, no joke, man. Bitch was crazy before. Like, I'm not like, saying, like, I'm not going to be sad about it, but you know what? Some time passes. I'm going to feel okay about dating other people. Well, they also kind of set that up as, like, this weird thing of, like, she had some kind of, like, degenerative disease or whatever, and, like, over time was, like, you know, like, her body was, like, degenerating. That's why, like, she ended up being in a wheelchair and stuff, and that, like, she was, like, jealous of him for, like, having, like taking care of his physical body and like being a gym guy and i was like what is what is this fucking story i don't know like, man she had some problems so she raging against fucking the machine weird. herself she ghost in the machined herself yeah dude ghost in the fucking matrix here in the computer in the spa yep. computron and then the spa's just on fire and then like we just see like five people just like die because they're just in the spa and I guess she also controls the locks. She, like, locks all the doors. And Dude, and then out. one of the funniest things happened. The black cop has just decided that she's had enough of the movie. She's like, fuck all this bullshit. She's yes. like, I need to break in this door. So she shoots this door down. And then Catherine fucking, like, gets up. Like, they're like, oh, look at this dead, burnt, burnt bitch over here. And then she starts getting up. And then she just fucking shoots her five times in the head. She's like, nah, nah, sister. You're staying the fuck down. Dude. You were very close. She does not say fuck all this bullshit. She specifically says fuck this computer shit. Which. And that's when she starts which shooting Which also stuff. I feel like is what happened in the end of The Lawnmower Man. <laughs> it all goes together, man. I'm telling you, Lawnmower Man just ripped off yeah, a death Yeah, man. Spot. So now fucking this bitch is dead. Catherine's dead. And then she pops up once more to curse Michael. And then her eyeball like pops. And then like blood just squirts out of her like little eyeball socket. It is gloriously it's, disgusting. It's so gross. It's a great ending to a fucking great movie. Yep. This was awesome. I've Yeah, this it might be the best movie that I've watched with yeah, you. Yeah, I think this might be like one of the funnest movies I've like ever watched. And it goes by so fast. I mean like Fright Night or and like is really good. We watched that one together, but like this movie fucking takes the cake it is it blew so my good. mind it makes me really sad that i haven't been watching this for years and it's not like a staple like when people ask me like what weird movie should i watch i'm sad that it hasn't been like this one that i've been recommending to everyone oh yeah it's absolutely great dude and 13 kills a lot of fucking kills and they were all good i think every like i mean there's like three in there that are just yeah. people falling from the fire but i'd say 10 out of 13 kills are very well done very brutal and very detailed fucking great yeah, I mean, this will be whenever people are like, oh, you do a horror movie podcast, like, you know, you like scary movies. I like scary movies. Like, what what should I watch then? Yeah, like, 
it used you know there there was there was plenty of things that I used to say the very first thing now will be have you seen Death Spa? If you have, we can get into everything else. If you haven't, that's the one. That's yeah, the one you need to watch. Yeah, this will be second to Butt Crack in my book. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Shout out Butt Crack. So we also had like at least seven pairs of boobs in this movie. Tons of ass. By the way, he was pointing to a DVD of butt crack. When I said there it is, he wasn't showing me but, his butt crack. I just needed to make sure. But that I guess was when you clear. are talking about me, it could be either or. It could be. I just wanted to clear it up. For so everyone, James, I think we already answered this. But we would both recommend this. This was an awesome movie. Definitely recommend it. It's five. I was five just going to ask you book. what like, I, I'm going to say. I'm five stars, right? There. Yeah. Yeah, five stars. There's film, no sure. downtime. There's there's never no something that's this. not happening. There's so much happening that I wouldn't even be able to think of a different rating because I don't have enough time to sit down and be like, okay, like I can't critique anything because everything is happening so fast. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I would say, if you do, if you've seen Death Spot and you liked it, I highly recommend uh, the film from 1990 called Popcorn. It kind of has sort of a similar vibe. Uh, I still think that. Uh, Death Spa probably executed it even better, but if you like this kind of thing, popcorn's in that same vein. And I guess if we're going to do that, um, I'd recommend Killer Workout. I've covered it before on the show, but it's very much in the guise of this movie. It's about pretty much just 80s workout shit, and there is a dude running around killing people with a safety pin. (laughs) It's pretty fucking awesome. Which sounds great. I haven't seen this whole like this workout verse is, I think, something I need to get into. Like, I need to just find all of the horror workout movies. We need more 80s aerobic fucking horror movies. And I need mu- more like, of it. We didn't even talk about the music, but the music is always fucking awesome in this. Like, the score was great. It was, like, very terrifying when it needed oh, to be and yeah. very fun when so it needed to good. be. So good. Yeah. So, James, you know what it is. Can we get, like, a Richard Simmons horror movie? Fuck Simmons. Uh, you know what time it is, James. It's time for a different kind of fuck. <laughs> it's the Let's fuck, go. Mary kill. Just imagine fireworks. So you have Catherine after her refry and eyeball vessel popping. You have the fat guy that's always eating, uh, the always just you know eating food, but it's while the frozen fish are eating him. Uh huh. And then you have me. (laughs) So you do have people, but there are specifications to these people. Uh, Okay, great. I got this. Um, I'll, I'll fuck you. I'll fuck you. I'm killing Catherine because I don't I don't care. She's she's nuts. Like she clearly has been nuts for a very long time and there is just there's no reason to stay close and to that. Very what? clingy. Yikes. We didn't even talk about this <laughs> bitch is clingy. Maybe the, maybe the clingiest. Maybe the clingiest. Like I'm talking worse than I mean that's kind of her one character Dude, trait. She is doing more than the triple text. Uh, so I suppose I will be marrying uh, the guy who is constantly being eaten by fish. It's hey, man, he'll try to life, save you if your hand ever gets stuck in a blender. I That's suppose more than so. I expected from him. You know what? Yeah, really stepped it up I there. I thought he was a creep, but before he, yeah, got, he got fogged, fogged. So many different movies in this. This this was great, guys. Just go watch Death Spa. <laughs> um, that's the end of the episode, pretty much. James, tell them what you're about. <clears throat> Yeah, I do a little podcast, nice shift video. We talk about uh, horror movies, but also like paranormal shit, whatever. Uh, you can find it wherever you find podcasts. Uh, ni- um, on Instagram and stuff, just uh, the night shifters. We make a lot of different things, so that's the easiest place so go to check go. That out. That's, go, yeah, go check out that stuff. Uh, go check out that stuff out. 
And um, pretty soon, me and James decide that we're going to be uh, going back to I'll Suck Your Blood for some uh, extra episode. We're just going to update it whenever we want. We're going to be watching some Twilight Zone. Or not Twilight. Actual Twilight. We're going to be watching Sparkly Vampires no. soon. Yeah, but it's better. So we're going to be watching some sparkly vampires pretty <laughs> soon. So if you want to check out our show that we do together, I'll suck your blood. Uh, go check that out. And uh, as always, for the horse soup stuff, you know, I do uh, bonus movie episodes. Like we did, uh, me and James just did that movie Psycho Goreman recently on Patreon. I do a Twilight Zone episode, a Tales mm-hmm. from the Crypt episode every month. I do like commentaries, a bunch of other shit. Uh, you can find merch on some of the tiers. And uh, there's like. Guys, if you're out of Horse Soup episodes, just go to the Patreon. There's like 90 episodes or something on there that you could fill your gap with. And, uh, yeah, that's patreon.com slash Horse Soup. Uh, you could follow the podcast on Instagram at Horse Soup, Twitter at Horse Soup Sucks. I'm on Letterboxd doing movie reviews at uh, Horse Soup Caleb, and it's really all I have to say right now. Um, um, still have shirts. You guys want to buy shirts? I have old shirts of a host that's not on the show anymore. Um Thank you, Haley Connor, for donating to the Patreon with your custom Patreon pledge of $10.80. I don't know if that's supposed to have some kind of meaning to me. Um, maybe they're saying my video quality isn't good. I really hope that you're just a... <laughs> I really hope you're just a big fan of the Nintendo 64 the game, snowboarding game, Snowboarding. Oh, my God. fucking fantastic. Yeah. So, thanks yeah. for playing 1080 Snowboarding, uh, Haley. Uh, this is Connor, Sarah Connor. Um, Sarah Connor, you're a good guy. You're a good guy. That's the episode. Say bye, James. Bye, James. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me Harasu, give me, give me Harasu. Give it, give it Harasu. Harasu. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and lick out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Rubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it, grubs up. Baby grubs up, give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup, horror soup will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. Wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef. I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup I'll do the washing up I'll do the washing up I'm getting full I'm getting full. My belly's gonna burst My belly's gonna burst Oh, can you see my psychic energy? Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up give 
give me hara soup, give it, give it hara soup. Hara soup. He can't even look after himself.